Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Insider 20s Podcast with me, Lauren Snyder. Before we dive into today's episode, I figured I would do like highs and lows of the week before getting into the episodes, maybe favorite products or different things that I'm loving to just have a very chill catch-up session before we get into the bulk of the episode. Nothing too long though, because personally, I don't like when you're listening to a podcast and you click on the podcast episode because the title entices you. And then it takes about 45 minutes to actually get to the subject. And you're like, um, okay, where, where's the meat of the episode here, you know? But this week we'll just chat about, um, my highs and lows of the week. So starting with my high from the week, I really focused this last week on rest and just changing things up in my routine because I have felt quite stuck in my routine recently and things have just been feeling very ordinary and mundane and it has kind of caused me to feel a little bit in a rut and I hate when I get in that like really comfortable flow state of life where nothing is really you know going up and nothing is really going down like you're just at this plateau state and yes that's very good sometimes but also it gets me really in my own head and so I was feeling kind of funky the last week and a half or so. I want to do like a whole podcast episode about routine and the importance of having structure to your day, but also allowing that imbalance to happen and how that's good for your life and things like that, because I am a very structured routine type of person, but sometimes I get a little too in my routine that it causes me to feel a little mentally unbalanced. So Last week, I was just sitting thinking, something has got to change. I don't know what, but we're going to switch something up. So I decided to spend the next few days waking up at 6 a.m. and getting my morning started earlier and just seeing how that would affect my day. And it made such a good impact on my day and honestly, my mood as well. I just felt like I was getting more done throughout the day and not feeling as rushed and chaotic through my day. And I genuinely felt like I was living more presently, which is a huge thing that I've been really trying to focus on recently too, is to not constantly rush through the different tasks that I have or rush through my day to try to accomplish as many things as possible. Because when I try to do that, I just lose sight of what I'm generally doing and like generally appreciating the moment that I'm in. So waking up earlier allowed me to just have a little bit of time to myself in the morning, whether that was reading and journaling and just taking a slower approach to the morning and getting my workout done earlier in the morning and just having a more relaxed day, even though I was still getting things done on my to-do list that I wanted to get done, but I wasn't cramming it all in within just a couple of hours. So I loved that. And hopefully I can maintain the routine of waking up at 6 a.m. and generally enjoying my mornings like that because it really fueled me. And I know not all people are morning people, but I am definitely a morning person and I find myself to be the most productive in the morning and also the most creative as well. So I allowed myself to have that time in the morning and I genuinely loved it. So that is going to be a new habit that I start incorporating. And especially as somebody who works at home for myself, it is really hard to keep a routine like that and have the willpower and discipline to get up that early because I don't have to be up for anything in particular. So having that structure in the morning was really 
helpful for me and I'm glad that I stuck with it for a couple of days and you guys believe it or not I woke up on like the fourth or fifth day with no alarm and I was like that's amazing typically I get up around like 7 30 to 8 ish every single day anyways so 6 a.m wasn't that big of a deal but still it's like wowza I don't know if I could do 5 a.m though because to me that's like a little too early it's like it hits 11 a.m and your day is halfway done already like you're you're looking at it like okay I've done everything that I've needed to do now what <laughs> so 5 a.m would definitely be pushing it for me but 6 a.m I was like that's comfortable I never felt super tired throughout the day and I just felt very accomplished and great so that was a good high from my week and then I would say my low light, it's kind of deep and it's really what sparked today's episode, but I got to say it's the constant comparison that I've been doing lately. It has definitely caused me to feel quite anxious, has caused me to feel in a rut, and I notice that every time I find myself comparing either my lifestyle or my career, where I'm at, anything like that, to someone else or other people, it spirals for me. It causes me to feel in a rut. It causes me to feel this sense of anxiety. Am I not doing enough? Should I be doing more? Is this the right path that I'm going on? All of these things. And it just causes me to really overthink and just get in this spiral. And I'm really trying to get myself out of it. So that's been what I've been kind of dealing with lately. The last week is the whole comparison thing. And I'm like, I need to stop it. But it's so hard. It's really hard to distract myself from it because it's constant. You know, I'm on my phone a lot. I spend a lot of time on my phone and it's just inevitable. And I'm really trying to retrain my brain to look at things in a different way. I want to be proud of my little accomplishments and I want to be proud of how far I've come and the opportunities that have come my way and celebrate those wins and not compare my small wins to someone else's successes because that is very, very debilitating to myself. And when you constantly do that, you really like lose sight of your own accomplishments and you'll never feel satisfied or fulfilled. So lately I've been really trying to focus on that and that's going to bring us into today's episode, which is going to be all about putting your phone down. That's what I got to do this week. This next week to two weeks, I want to focus on putting my phone down, lowering my screen time, putting limits on TikTok, Instagram, the apps that I use so that I don't fall into the trap of comparing myself because sure, I'll try to go on TikTok to maybe get inspo or to just let my mind wander for a bit and as a distraction. But then again, that five minutes that was supposed to be like a fun little distraction turns into me constantly scrolling or maybe me coming across something that triggers me to compare myself and that's the same like with YouTube is to maybe start consuming less and only focus on like what I'm doing and what I'm sharing with my audience. I want to go on Instagram just to solely post stories or solely post a photo and then get off the app. I want to stop scrolling because it's been shameless scrolling and it has not been fueling me the way that it typically does. I have a great relationship with social media. And so when I get to this point of comparison, that's when I know, okay, we got to stop. We got to take a little break mentally because I don't ever want 
the relationship I have with social media to be a toxic one and it easily can be. So I'm really working on establishing boundaries with social media this week and hopefully I can establish great enough boundaries that I can make them last a lifetime, you know, because it is so easy to get caught up in it. And every Sunday night when I get that little notification about the screen time on my phone, it kind of grosses me out a lot because seeing seven to eight hours, I look at that as that is a whole entire day. Granted, I do a lot of work from my phone as well, whether it's editing TikToks, responding to emails, that sort of thing. But I can tell you for certain that more than half of those hours on that screen time is definitely just shameless scrolling. And it has obviously affected my sleep. It affects my mental state sometimes. And lately it's been affecting it a lot. So we're going to set the phone down, establish boundaries. I'm going to start with 45 minutes a day on each app. And then hopefully by like next week or something, I can lower it to 30 and we'll see how that goes. I just want to test the waters out and see how it affects my productivity levels, how it affects my mental health, which I know it can only go up. And also just how I decide to fill my time because there's so many other ways that I can distract myself in a much more positive way too. That could be picking up and reading a book, cleaning parts of my apartment if I'm feeling that temptation to go scroll on my phone and open up TikTok or open up Instagram. I could go for a little walk. I could, again, read a book, journal, do so many things. And yes, I do those things right now, but I don't do them at the capacity that I could be doing them. I could start getting more creative with my writing. I could start reading more than just a chapter or two a day. I could probably finish a whole book in three days because I'll start putting that attention that would have been on social media into reading and creating those healthier habits. I could feel more just like refueled and re-energized throughout the day. I've been in a really good habit lately of reading before I go to bed and I can't tell you how incredibly recharged I feel every single morning when I do that. It's such a good feeling. I've started taking magnesium pills before I go to bed because I hear that it helps so much with sleep. And there's also like a bunch of other health factors that magnesium is really good for. But I know that improving your quality of sleep is one that magnesium really helps with. So I've been doing that and reading and making my little ginger tea and truly creating like a night routine out of um, these like healthier habits that I want to start incorporating so that I don't feel again that temptation to go on my phone. I do sleep with my phone on my nightstand, so I'm going to definitely move that to like the desk in my bedroom so that I have to get up in the morning to turn my alarm off if I have an alarm set or that I don't feel the temptation while I'm laying in bed at night to turn over and answer that Snapchat or text that friend back, that sort of thing. And also, I think my relationship with social media has also caused me lately to not connect with my friends as much as I used to. I feel like I don't spend as much time responding to my friends via text or picking up the phone and calling my friends back home in Minnesota. And it sucks. It really does because I used to be so good at that. And lately I'll see texts like come through and in my head I respond, but I actually don't freaking respond. And I hate when people do that to me and I'm literally reciprocating that behavior back to people. So I just want to use the time also that I would maybe spend scrolling Instagram, use that 30 or 45 minutes to call up a friend because 
it gets away from you like that shamelessly just scrolling through Instagram and stuff. You can be on there for hours on end before you know. And also a funny thing too is with TikTok, I feel like I'm so easily influenced. If I see someone rave or rant about a product, I'm like, oh my God, I need to get that. And then I'll just go open up my Amazon shop, boom, add it to cart. It shows up at my door in two days. Or the same thing, you know, especially with people posting hauls from like Zara. And I'm guilty of doing this too. I post hauls a lot. You guys know, but hauls from Zara or Lululemon or Abercrombie at the click of a button, you can add that stuff to your cart and you're good to go. So I'm going to dial that back because I have been making pretty rash purchases that I don't really need to be making. And I want to simplify my life in a way that I don't consume as many things and go out and buy certain things that I don't need in that moment. I really want to live a more simple life. And I think by living more simply like that, I will definitely feel a lot lighter and just more carefree and less anxious. So not only will spending less time on social media help me out mentally, but oh girl, it's going to help out my wallet too. (laughs) Like who would have thought? So I'm going to have to keep you all updated on how this is going to make my life better and the things that I realize change in my life and maybe different things or activities that I start to incorporate into my day-to-day routine that kind of supplement the time that I would have been spending on social media. Also with social media comes a huge comparison factor like I was talking about before. And with social media, it's so easy to portray someone's lifestyle within seconds, whether they are an influencer or not. We are all posting things that may encompass our lifestyle, whether it's the restaurant that we went out to eat that night and we're posting our food or our outfit or where you live. We're all showing little snippets of our lifestyle, maybe your 5 a.m. workout class and then the green juice you got after. And if you ever view those stories and you find yourself thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not productive enough, like... Sally got up at 5 a.m. this morning. She's already got her Pilates workout in. She's got her green juice. I need to start living a more healthy lifestyle. Like, holy crap. Or you see a coworker of yours post her new promotion or someone else that is in a similar career as you post the skyline from their apartment and you were like, dang, I don't have that view. Am I not making enough? Am I not doing enough? If you find yourself having those thoughts, you got to put your phone down. Because you are comparing your life to someone else's. You could have that life. And if you're like, no, Lauren, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. My boss would never give me a promotion. Well, are you working hard enough? Are your priorities straight? If you want to live this productive life that you aspire to have or the life that you idolize that is curated, obviously, on social media of someone that you look up to, you can get there. Just stop watching someone else's life and take action on your own. Make the moves to get there because sitting watching someone else go throughout the life you dream of is not going to do anything for you. And I know that is the cold, hard truth, but that's the reality, you guys. Maybe you just heard that and you're like, wait, yeah, I'm not doing that. Get up and start creating the life that you want to live. You can idolize someone else's life, but idolize it in a way that you are going to feel inspired to take action on your own life. You got to reprioritize and figure out where you want to be in the next year and then make moves to get there. And that's what I'm going to do this next week is reprioritize. What do I truly want? 
what am I getting from spending these pointless hours scrolling Instagram and scrolling TikTok? I'm not really gaining anything right now. What could I do instead? I could gain more knowledge. I could read and just deepen my connection with myself and the goals that I have for myself and just feel more present and in the moment, even deepen my relationships and my connection with the people that I'm close to in my life and my environment, all of that kind of stuff. So all that to say, this is definitely going to be quite the challenge the next week, to be completely honest. So I'll have to fill you all in on how creating this boundary between me and my phone really transforms maybe my mindset and really helps me in this funky feeling that I've been in. And I know it'll re-inspire me and just reinvigorate a feeling of drive that I feel like I need again. So stay tuned for next week's episode because I'll definitely touch on how this social media detox slash phone detox has been for me this last week. And I know a week is not long, but in the grand scheme of things in this day and age, it is okay. Like a week does not seem long at all, but when you are spending about average seven to eight hours a day on your phone, oh yeah, a week is long. It'll be interesting to see how I decide to supplement my time that I would probably spend scrolling or consuming. So stick around for next week's episode because I'll definitely touch base with y'all on how this social media detox goes. That's not to say that I'm not going to be posting. I will definitely be posting on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok per usual, but I'm going to post and then get off. And let me tell you, the temptation will definitely be there. But like I said, we're starting with 45 minutes per day on each app. So that's still about like, I'd say three hours of chilling on a phone. But you know what? I can't just stop cold turkey. You know, we got to start somewhere and this is it. But I love you all so much. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Definitely subscribe, download the podcast if you haven't already, and I will chat with you all next week. Bye.